succeeding Leon at every opportunity. Try settle again. Shoots and scores. There's 50 from the right circle. 50 goals for Leon Dreisaitl. 116 points for Connor McDavid. But for the 12th time in the last 13 seasons, no playoffs for the Edmonton Oilers. I'd be a complete loser if I wasn't frustrated. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's frustrating. Personally, it's frustrating as a group. We want to be in the playoffs. With Peter Shirelli having been fired in January, the Oilers needed a general manager. On May 7th, Ken Holland was hired. How do I get it going? We get it going by stability. Got to have a plan. I got to gather information and then start to make moves on and off the ice that I believe are going to impact the team in a positive way. I don't have a magic wand. I don't believe there's one trade and all of a sudden things turn. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a move at a time. It's a move at a time. It's a piece at a time. It's going down in the locker room. It's providing stability. It's knowing that we've got a plan and we're going to push, push forward with the plan. We've got to compete. I like to play with speed. Obviously, you want to get as much skill as you can. Three weeks later, Holland made his first big move of the offseason, naming Dave Tippett the new head coach. You earn the right to be a playoff team. You just don't automatically get to be a playoff team. But but the belief is built through your preparation, your uh, players' accountability. And there's all those little steps that have to go into place. Now you believe you're a good team and you believe you can win. And once that belief, that's a, that's a confidence that's earned, once you get that going and you see good teams have it, they just, like St. Louis, they didn't have it the first half. The second half, they believe they're going to win. They went into every game. They believe they're going to win. Their young goaltender was playing great, but they had a belief system that just turned around for them. And it can happen to any team at any time. So those are all things that we're going to be striving for. I believe he's. I believe he's going to be able to communicate with the young players. Uh, he's going to walk in the dressing room. I believe in the word resume. I believe that when you, he's got a resume, when you walk into the, the, the locker room and you address the team, he's got a resume. He's coached over a thousand games. He's been first place a couple times. He took a team to the final four. He coached a team in Dallas that could score goals. He coached a team in, in, in Arizona that that was uh, they had to check and have structure and, and, and play defense in order to have have success. He ran a power play as an assistant coach uh, with the LA Kings, uh, one of the top power plays in the National Hockey League before he went to Dallas. He's played in the league. He was a player for a long time. For all those reasons, that's why I hired him as the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Tippett had previously coached the Stars and the Coyotes. He won the Jack Adams as coach of the year in 2010 his mission with the Oilers is clear you look at the goals against and that's got to change you, you, we could have 350 goal scorers if you keep giving up goals against like we were or they was last year it's not going to you're not going to be a playoff team that's just that's just a matter of fact so our goals against is going to be a, a real priority and there would be nothing in that that takes away from the creativity or letting players do their thing, but there's going to be an extra onus on playing well at our own end. We're still going to ask players to be creative. We need Leon. We need Connor. We need depth scoring right throughout our lineup. They we're going to push for offense, but we have to play a stronger defensive game. And, um, you know, that'll be the focus here early in camp because if we don't get that number down, there'll be lots of flair and lots of nice goals, but not many in the playoffs. In Vancouver on June 21st, Holland made his first draft pick with the Oilers. Swedish defenseman Philip Broberg. I like that he's talented. I like that he's you know six foot three. I like that he can skate. He can move the puck. He can transport the puck. I see myself uh, as a two-way defender, and I, and I really like to juice my skating. And I want to tribute offense, but I still want to be a guy that he can be trusted in the D zone. One day before the start of free agency, the Oilers said goodbye to a defenseman who helped them make the playoffs in 2017. 
Andre Secker had the final two years of his contract bought out. One of the things, you know, when I was in Detroit, I, I have great respect for, for pros and the guys that come, they're role models. And that certainly was what was laid out to me in Secker was that he was a role model. He's had a tough couple of years the last two years. I think he's played 60 games in the last two years combined. Uh, obviously, the injury bug has hit him big time. And I would say that, uh, you know, we needed to create some cap space and some some opportunity to, to do some things. And I also think that we're trying to get some of the younger defensemen to have an opportunity heading into training camp. From there, it was on to free agency on July 1st. The Oilers signed veteran goalie Mike Smith, who started slow with the Flames last season, but then finished strong. Well, yeah, one of the best players in the world in Connor McDavid, and, and obviously Leon Dreisel had a, a heck of a year also. So, And, uh, you know, other guys that, you know, probably underachieved last year. So I think it's, it's an opportunity for me to, to battle it out for the number one position. Koskinen is a, is a heck of a goalie also, and I want to help him out as much as I can too and understand my role as a veteran player and want to be a, you know, a good leader in that locker room and help this group uh, get to the next level. Very, very competitive guy. He's, uh, he can handle a puck. He's a motivated athlete. We talked to, to him a couple of times this week, so uh, we feel good about our, our, our tandem and goal. Looking for depth scoring and penalty killing, Holland also inked Marcus Grandlin to a one-year deal. He's coming off a 12-goal campaign with Vancouver. I can play um, obviously good uh, defensively and good offensively too. I, I, I think I'm a two-way player and uh, a couple years back I was able to score 19 goals so hopefully I can uh, I can do that again. He can play all three positions. You know, we talked to him. I think he's most comfortable on the wing. He can play center. Holland also signed a player he drafted while the GM in Detroit, Tomasz Yurcho who had endured two back surgeries in the last three years. He's gone through adversity. He's a talented guy. He can skate. Never really found a home in Detroit and had an opportunity in Chicago. And this year had a real good year with Charlotte in the American Hockey League and was a key player in helping Charlotte win the Calder Cup championship. One of last year's surprises decided to stay with the Oilers. It's Clef Bomb. McDavid loads up. Centers tipped home by Chase on and Edmonton has a Chason, who notched a career-high 22 in 18-19, signed on for two more years. The best thing I can say is, I, with the opportunity I had this year to play with some of the best players in the league, play some quality power play minutes time, if I went somewhere else, I may not have gotten the same opportunity as I did last year, and my goal is to prove that I can do it again and be consistent. Holland continues searching for role players to add some depth. On July 15th, he found Josh Archibald coming off a 12-goal season with the Coyotes. I mean, I'd love to keep the double-digit scores going. I got a lot more confidence last year and a lot more confidence with the puck, and I think that helped playing more. I had great linemates that I played with, so hopefully I can transfer that over to Edmonton and get in the groove with some guys up there and put up some points. But, you know, obviously going to help out defensively and take pride in killing penalties, so hopefully I get uh, thrown on the penalty kill and can help in that aspect too. But just here to help and do whatever I can and whatever is asked of me. On July 19th, Holland pulled off what many thought was impossible. He traded Milan Lucic. It's a one-timer Benning deflected home. A tip by Milan Lucic, who has broken that 29-game drought with his sixth of the year. Coming the other way from the Flames was James Neal, who for most of his career had been a sure thing to score 20 or more goals. But last season, he potted only seven. Like, from how you just put it behind you, I think you learn from it, you get better. Yeah, it was a tough year. I went into Calgary with great expectations. I wanted to do very well. But something's going to work out, I think. 
you know, after two years of being back-to-back Stanley Cup finals, it, it wears on you. So uh, not much training, you know, all that stuff goes into it. So to uh, be able to have a good summer, like get the body back to where it needs to be, train and, and regroup and, and be ready to go, I think that's going to do it. He's a shooter, he's a scorer, and we've got playmaking forwards for him to play with. And uh, between his motivation uh, and his history, I'm hoping that he can bounce back this year and score some goals for us. As the summer wore on, so did the drama with unsigned restricted free agent Jesse Puliyarvi. In late August, he signed in Finland. Puliyarvi's agent had said Puliyarvi would return to North America, but only if the Oilers traded him. I believe there's teams out there that are interested. Obviously, I didn't get anything that I felt that, that worth, you know, pushing to the final stages and getting a deal done. So, you know, you get into late August and everybody, everything kind of goes quiet. And then now, now you've got everybody's had prospect tournaments all over the league, so it's it's kind of gone quiet. We'll see. I'm not, uh, I'm not too, um, I'm not going to force something if it's there. Ryan, I'll, we'll, I'll, I'll explore it. If it's not there, um, I'm prepared to sit. Just a week before training camp, Riley Sheehan signed for one year, another player who can hopefully help the penalty kill. I mean, once you can click and you can build some momentum, it's just like any part of the game. You, you go out there and you take pride in it and um, you build momentum for the team. And um, I think it's a challenge. Obviously, it's, a, it's not the most fun part of the game, but when you can go out there and block some shots and Kelson penalties in a crucial part of the game. You feel good about yourselves, and, um, and the team can take that and roll with it. When camp opened, the Oilers confirmed that a veteran of over 900 games had played for the final time. Kyle Brodziak, originally drafted by the Oilers in 2003, wouldn't be able to go on because of a bad back. The steal by Nugent Hopkins races in, left wing, drag move to Brodziak, backhander score! Short-handed goal for the Edmonton Oilers! Yeah, we loved having Brodzi here. He's a, he's a great team guy. Uh, he's had a great career. Um, if this is it, then... Uh, um, I mean, I wish him all the best for sure. I've actually been talking to him a little bit, so um, hope everything uh, turns out okay with his back. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was uh, definitely a lot of fun playing with him, and uh, um, he's had a great career. So into a new season we go. Ken Holland and Dave Tippett have had success with other teams. The Oilers have two young star players. But what about depth? What about defense, goaltending, special teams? Will the Oilers have enough?